0: This is the Detailing Business Class Podcast, episode 14, How to Communicate with Your Customers, coming up. Ah. Glad to have you back in another episode here. I probably say that every single time, but I do very much appreciate you tuning in for this episode on here, we're going to talk about how you communicate with your customer. And that's referring to when you perhaps get the initial phone call from a potential customer. Maybe they send you an email. Maybe you get a text message. Then we'll discuss a little bit about when you meet them for the first time, when you actually get there on location or perhaps they come to your shop or home location when you're finishing up the details. So that's going to be like when you're either make, you know doing the last touch ups and you're, you're about to accept payment and leave. And then perhaps even asking for a review um, after the details over and maybe later on that day or the, the next morning you reach out to them for a review. So okay, let's get started. So when they initially contact you, right? You could if you're just getting started, you'll definitely be a bit more nervous because you're not entirely sure of what to say, when to say, how to say, why to say, because you're still new to this and you still have to get the get into the groove of knowing what to say to the other person on the phone. So it's a lot of, you know, listening, thinking as quickly as you can and, you know, saying something back. And when it comes to the pricing part, it gets a bit a bit more, you know, hectic or confusing for yourself because you're trying to take in other information you don't want to say something wrong because it might scare them or it might you know rub off the wrong way and you don't want to give the wrong quote so like a you know a bunch of things are going through your head in terms of you know what you're what, what you're thinking what they're saying you're you, you processing that information in your head and then you trying to say something uh, that's going to be professional and accurate and hopefully you charge accordingly so Uh, So what you need to know is that no matter what process that you're in with the customer, whether it is the first conversation that you have, whether it's the fifth conversation you've had and the repeat customers, no matter what, remember, and it's going to sound so basic, but remember that they are humans, right? They are human beings. They have emotions. They have uh, problems. They have their own things that they have to worry about. So, you know. If you just always think about it like that, where it's just another human being in front of me, right? It's not a business to a customer. It's not hey that person has money. It's not hey like I need to, I need to close this deal. It's hey just look at the. It's, you're just talking to another person that has problems, that has things that they enjoy, that has hobbies that they want to go and do something. So if you just if you just think about it in that manner, you want you. The goal is to remove as much of that built-up pressure or stress that you put on yourself. Okay, so always remember that you are just having a simple conversation with another human. As simple as that. They need. Que- they have questions you have answers, you might give them more information and they just want to make a better decision and they just want to be able to talk to someone. So you just have to think about it at that level where, hey, they just want a bit more information. We're not talking about anything crazy. This isn't rocket science. We're not getting overly technical. We're not going to perform surgery. There is no life or death situation on the line. It is literally someone calling you for more information about your detailing services. So just know that there is no you know, super dire consequence that's going to happen. That's first out of, you know, everything is it's take, stay calm. You're just talking about your detailing services. Second is that the way that I'm talking to you on this podcast, even though you're not talking back to me, but the way I'm talking to you on this podcast is literally how I talk every single time with every single customer or potential customer, whether it's the first time, the fifth time, or the tenth time. I'm just talking to them as, I'm, as I would with a friend. Obviously, I'm not going to be cursing, saying any profanity. That's the same thing. I'm not going to be talking about politics or you know, anything like that, but I'm going to have the same tone uh, as I do with a good friend that I'm talking to to this customer. Now, like if if the customer is more like quiet and you know gentle and soft and more conservative, okay, I'll try to I'll try to match that level. But if the customer is more excited and hyped and ready to go and yeah 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 yeah, okay, I'll try to I'll, you know I'll try to raise my um, uh, personality or tonality to their level. But for the most part, I'm talking. Just as I'm talking to this to to you on this podcast is how I'm talking to the customer. I'm not trying to be perceived as as, as a salesperson, or I'm not trying to co- come off as a, like a super professional corporate salesperson. Or yes, I'm this I'm this business owner, so you know I'm gonna talk in a, in, a, in a different tone and use these big vocabulary terms and talk all technical. No, I'm literally just gonna talk to the customer as I am right now. So. That being said, it's super laid back. It's just being super casual, giving them the information that they need, not going overboard, not talking really fast. Although I do have that problem very, very, very bad. So um, so you want to keep like a, a regular tone, don't over talk, don't talk too fast. And when you're on the con- if you're on the phone with them, is you need to you need to listen more than talk on the first part. So your objective when you're first talking to them when you're when you're gathering all the information on the initial phone call is you're basically just asking questions just to get more information right like if they ask you a question you're going to give them the answer obviously duh but if if depending on what service they want or what you know what kind of details, you know, service or package that they're looking for, you may need to ask more questions. So the primary thing that you do is, is just ask questions to get better information so you can then give them a better accurate price or a quote on your service. It's not like they're going to call you and you're just going to start, you know, talking nonstop for five minutes. No, when I'm, when, when I'm on the conversation, when I'm on, when I'm on the phone with a customer or a potential customer, it might be, let's say, like around six, seven minutes But I want to say like 60 to 70% of that is a customer talking. I'm going to ask, what kind of vehicle is it? What service are you interested in? What's the interior? Is this a work van? Is this a work truck? Is it, you know, I'm asking questions and then they go ahead and talk. And I'll ask things like, hey, is there something specific that you're focused on of the interior? Is there something that you specifically want taken care of on the exterior? And they'll just talk and talk and I'll just gather the information. That way I know what the price and just what to say based on the information that they're giving me. But I am more in the listening mode than talking mode usually in the in the beginning phase of the conversation i am more listening and towards the end i'm more talking because that's when i'm actually explaining the services and and what's going to take place and again this isn't like a long drawn out, drawn out 15 20 25 minute conversation no this is literally like no it is less than an 8 minute conversation that this is taking place if this is on an email or a text message uh things get so much easier because you don't have to respond immediately in terms of like right then and there so if you want to get them to an email or text again same thing you don't just because you're typing from a business email or you're the business owner or you're a business responding to a customer it doesn't mean you can't be funny you can't be casual you can't use some you know slight humor to some degree like you can't you know you can, you, you, you can still use an emoji con right you can use a smiley face here and they're like don't you don't have to get super strict or professional or corporate because someone reaches out to you via text or email so with me again i i keep things super casual i'm not blasting them away with emoji cons and i'm not you know putting 10 exclamation marks at the end of every sentence but i'm still keeping a very casual tone i'm not trying to come off as like yes i'm super articulate and professional and like you know I need to use big words. No, no that. Even through email and text, I still try to stay very casual. Now if that it is so much easier because again, you're not talking, you know, f- uh, you know over the phone, so it's much easier to think and re- and make a response. But I would say with email and text, you do want to be a bit more um hastily in your response because, you know, if they emailed or text you, they're probably emailing and texting someone else as well because they're trying to get coach they're trying to get you know just see what what the what the what the price range are out there for detailers so if you know if, if they're also comu- if they're also communicating with another detailer and you know you take three minutes to respond to a text message or email but the other detailer that they re- that they reached out to takes 15 to 25 minutes to re- to respond to them then you, by nature, because you're you're responding faster, you'll get the edge over the other detailer. And maybe the other detailer is better. Maybe they're more accurate. Maybe they're more um, reliable. Maybe they're cheaper. Maybe they have more experience to you. But you're going to beat them on the responsive time. And maybe the customer wants it done right now or they want to get something scheduled in right now. And they'll just basically go with whoever, you know, reaches back out to them and book, you know, and gets their information and books them into the calendar first. So, if you want to, you know, wedge yourself forward um, on something that you're totally in control of, it's going to be responding faster to email and text. And the same thing will apply to a phone call. If someone leaves you a voicemail or just a missed call, the faster you get to that phone call, um, returning that phone call, the better that it, that's going to be in your favor. Um, I've had that happen plenty of times where uh, I had a customer reach out to me. I, for whatever reason, missed it. And I'll call back, you know, in a very, very short amount of time. And they're like, oh, hey, thanks for giving me a call back like I've called other detailers and, you know, it takes them days to get back to me, if even that. So, you know, oftentimes just doing the most basic thing of, you know, calling someone back uh, is already a big, you know, win in your favor. And on top of that, if you can if you can contact them quickly, that's even better on your end. So. If you're going to give a call, uh, so with email and text, respond as quickly as you can. When it comes to the phone call, on a missed phone call, respond as quickly as you can. Because people want information now. Like, they want it now. And rightfully so, right? They're the customer. They have money they want to spend. They want a service done. You don't know if it's going to be for a gift, an event, a celebration, a last-minute thing, some whatever, whatever. Like You don't know what's taking place, so... They want and just think about it like yourself, like when you're on Amazon and you're looking for some products and you're trying to see like what you're going to do or what you're going to buy. And then you finally buy it and you're like, man, like I want it right now. And as soon as you click purchase, you're like, okay, so let me wait outside until it gets here. Like, you you want it now. You want to see – you want the confirmation email. You want the tracking number immediately. So the same thing applies when they're reaching out to you. Like, they send a message to a detailer, to a company, and they're like, man, like, I want it done now. I want to see what it's it's going to cost. When can I schedule it? Like, I'm super excited. And if you take, you know – 10 hours, five hours to respond versus five minutes, 15 minutes, that's a big difference when it comes to speaking with a customer. And I'm I'm telling you, um, a big portion, so quick side note here, but I know I just changed tone right now, and that's because I had a phone call come in and I had to take it. But, you know, when I'm making the YouTube videos, if I have to stop midway, I can just, like, replay the the video and kind of pick up where I left off. With podcasting, it's, like, it's more cumbersome, so... I completely lost my train of thought there. So I am completely sorry if I was like on a tangent of gold nugget information because I do not remember for the life of me what I was talking about. So let's keep it moving to meeting for the first time. (laughs) That was kind of weird, right? So let's talk about meeting for the first time. So it's going to the same uh, philosophy, same concept, the same method is going to apply to where. I, when I get there, I'm just already right because I already know the customers that I'm targeting. I know the customers that reach out to me. I know the type of customers that I book with. So I already know that the the customers that I'm getting, they're professionals. They're a little older. They you know have families. They're friendly. They're you know all these all these good qualities. So when I get there, I just I I, I it's almost as if I've already met the person. Right? Like I'm not here standing all rigid and shy. I simply just uh, text them when I, because I'm mobile, so I text them when I arrive, they come out, and I'm like, oh, hey, Johnny, how's it going? Good to to see you. And just, the the interaction starts like that. And when I'm talking with them, again, it only takes about, mm, let's say, from when I arrive to when I start working on the vehicle and the customer goes back, go back inside, it's maybe like, I don't know, less than five minutes, no joke, it's less, it's probably less than that, to be honest it's less than a five minute interaction because in the conversation that you have on the phone, email, or text, the uh, the pre-call uh, before the detail is you've already laid out the groundwork of what's going to happen, right? So you already told them what time you're going to get there, what the price is going to be, if you're going to confirm the price once you arrive, if you're going to uh, need the car for X amount of time, if you need to grow, like, they already know all the details, right? So the entire experience is already laid out. So once I get there to the customer's location, he or she already knows, okay, customer, uh, officer's getting here at, at 9. It's 9 a.m., okay, like he said, he's here. He said he's going to give me the price when he arrives. Okay, I'm going to go outside. He's going to give me the price. Um, he said he's going to be here for four to five hours, okay, so that's all checked off. He's going to text me when, he's, when, when the cards are ready, so I'll just wait for that text. He said I'm going to pay by card, so I already know that I need to bring my card. And it's already laid out. So when you meet the person in – when you meet the customer in person – You already have this rapport with the customer. So it's not like you have to be like, oh, hey, like I'm the detailer guy, like super shy, nervous or like or or re-explain everything. You want to go over the steps again just to make sure everyone is on the same page and to give that professional um, quality of yours of of how you run your business. And you want to make sure everyone is on the same page. But you definitely don't need to go in there like, you know, trying to prove that you're the detailer or like the professional or whatever, like the customer already knows that. And again, we're coming off of as if this is just a casual conversation. The customer wants you to be there. The customer is expecting you to be there. The customer knows you're going to do a great job. You just, as you usually do, your skills and knowledge and experience, you're just going to get there, introduce yourself to the customer, go over the details before the details start, just to make sure everyone is on the same page, right? No new information is going to come about, but we just want to confirm the details we've already gone over. Maybe you want to ask, hey, like, is there anything specific you want me to address? They might give you some information and then you're gonna get started. But it's really a short conversation. Now it can go longer before or after the detail because maybe the customer just wants to chat that's completely fine that's even better because you build more report you get more experience you get better at talking with someone with talking with customers so that is always helpful but that's like to me personally that has rarely happened where a customer like really just wants to chat for like 10-15 minutes it happens here and there actually but it's not like a frequent thing that happens so now it's coming up to finishing the detail again the customer already knows what's all going to take place there is no new information coming about you have to give them some, some new information uh, because you saw or found something while you were detailing. So here I text the customer, and I'm saying, hey, Johnny, it's all done. That's literally it. That is all I put in the text message. They come outside. They, uh, they already have their card ready. And, they're like, and as soon as they're walking out, I literally just say, hey, Johnny, it's all done. You can come take a look. I mean, it is, like, as simple and straightforward as that. They're going to say something. Oh, great. Oh, it's really hot outside. Oh, man, you've been out here for a good while. Oh, man, like, do you want another water? Oh, do you want to whatever, whatever. Like, they're going to say something, and you just want to give them the chance to just look at the vehicle, let them them check everything. And you don't really got to say anything. You just let them look around. And at some point, you're going to say, did everything come out as expected? Are you happy with the results? Is there anything that, that I need to do? Is there anything that I need to touch up that I may have missed? It's okay to tell me because, like, uh, you know, you just want to make sure that they're satisfied with the results, right? And you might, again, I'm not trying to go like literally <laughs> sentence by sentence what's going to take place because that in itself is like a flawed strategy. But you're just gonna you're gonna talk about what you did with the vehicle, any details you need to discuss with the customer, and share, you know, just share anything that you that you need to give them um, if you found or did anything during the detail. And then you're gonna say. So are you gonna pay cash or card? That is literally it. Like that moves the the, the process from inspecting the vehicle to okay, now accept the payment. Like it doesn't have to be like this super creative, super tactical, super like, hey, I knew what's the perfect like lines. No, literally, just you're just gonna casually ask. So are you happy with the results? Oh great. Yeah, yeah, it's not, you know, talk, talk, talk. So are you gonna pay with cash or card? Super simple. Again, it's not like don't be afraid to ask for the sell because you're not really asking for the sell. You're just you're just asking for the payment at this point. You've already gone over the payments details on the phone call. You recap those details when you arrive on location or if the customer arrived to your shop. And now the last part is they know they're going to pay. They know they're going to pay by card. They know the amount. They know they're going to ask for the card right now. They just This is how the buying experience goes. It's at the end of the detail. So I'm going to pay now. You just need to ask, hey... Is it going to be cash or card? Okay, and after that, that is basically it. Like again, you know, it depends. Like it it gets more not complicated, but I can get I can give more advice when it gets a lot more specific in terms of what the situation is. But as a whole, just speaking in general here, that's how the entire process goes. Now, before you leave the job site, you do want to say, "Hey, is it okay if I if I send you a link to leave me a review online?" Because um, that way they're already expecting, right? We're always working a few steps ahead of what's actually taking place, correct, right? As as I said, um, before you get to the job site, they know all the details. Before the detail starts, you recap all the details. Now, again, since you want to get a review from them, you're going to say, hey, is it okay if I send you a link later on? To leave me a review online. Now in the back of their head, they're like, okay, he's going to or she's going to send me a text or an email with a link to leave a review. And I've already confirmed to them. So now, like, they don't want to, like, you know, they don't want to seem bad or, like, go against their word. So they're more inclined to leave it too. And, again, like, they're expecting you to send an email or, or text message with that link. And you could also send the photos at that point. That way you're just adding another level of service saying, hey, here's some befores, here's some afters. Oh, by the way, here's a link to leave the online review. And then they'll leave that online review. It, the 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 wording in the text message or email is also like maybe one or two sentences. Like it's not a big deal. You don't have to overthink this. There's not like this, there's not this like perfect tactical word or sentence that's going to be like yeah like that one really helped. like now don't get me wrong copywriting is a thing right like the way you you write words to sell or to persuade is very important but i'm not i'm, I'm saying there's not like this one word will make or break it right I, of course if you're just throwing away logic and common sense and common courtesy out the window yeah you can definitely say one word to mess everything up but we're, okay we're gonna that's the, the extreme that's not gonna happen so anything short of that you're just talking to another human being, being friendly, being nice, being courteous, being professional. That's really the entire gist just of this um podcast and uh, about the whole experience. Like and that uh, that's what I want to want to break you away from where like do not look at every situation as a do or die. Right? Not every single word you say is going to be held against you. Not every single word or sentence is going to be held against you. If you go in there and like your mind's just racing 100 miles an hour and, like, you're trying to think of the perfect thing to say, it's okay to take a step back or it's okay to maybe breathe a little, right? Don't respond immediately after. It's okay to maybe take one or two seconds. It's okay to ask another question. It's okay to maybe not know the answers exactly and maybe you just be professional and you say, hey, I'm not entirely sure what that is, but let me X, Y, Z. Hey, I'm not sure about that, but maybe if I can X, Y, Z and, you are you know, you give them whatever solution or suggestion, that could possibly help out you know whatever it is that you're going with so it's not always like this perfect structured exact sentence it's just about again super simple being courteous and understanding to the other person now i know some people are kind of against texting um and i'll just kind of cover this real quick some people are against texting as if like you know if it's a business it's it's better if you sell over the phone or at a minimum email but, you know, it is 2020, you know, like texting is a thing now. You know, I have customers that are like 78 years old and they're texting me and they're like, hey, can you come next week on, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's like, okay, like he's literally 78 years old and he's texting me with like emoji con and stuff like so texting in 2020 is absolutely fine. Now, it might be easier at times to just pick up the phone, but. If they text you or let's say you get a call and someone leaves you a voicemail, right? Let's say Johnny leaves you a voicemail and you're on the job. That's my water bottle. um, And you're at the job site and you're like, man, I want to call him back. I heard the voicemail. He wants his truck interior detailed. But, you know, I'm working right now. I still have three more hours. There's generators and machines running. Like, you know, I, I can't hear him and I have to stop everything in order to talk to him. So if that's the case, I would actually text Johnny, right, and say, hey, Johnny, Thanks for giving the call. I got your voicemail. I can give you a call in about five hours, but I do. Uh, but if you want, I can text you right now. What's the size of whatever, whatever, or what specifically, you know, just continue the conversation through text. Um, so I would say that's absolutely fine. Now, again, depending on what they're looking for, like if they have a very specific or... Um, maybe you just know that type of service needs more talking or needs more information. Um, I would go for a phone call, but if you want to like, you know, edge it toward, nudge it towards text messages, I would say that is absolutely fine because at the end of the day, whether you're talking to someone in person over email, over text, over phone over dms over what else am i missing i don't know that's about it um it all it is all about just communication it's about getting the proper uh information from one person to the other and whatever form and media that's in it's kind of irrelevant of course one's going to be easier than the other depending on again depending on who it is what you guys are talking about the service information all that yes but at the end of it it's like hey as long as you're communicating the right information to the other person you're basically going to be good okay so I'll go ahead and end it right here. Hopefully you took out took some advice from it. Um, as always, make sure to follow me on Instagram. You can send me your DMs, your questions to at uh, Detail Groove. As I always say, I'm going to keep on saying it. I may not answer in a day, may not answer in a week, I may not answer in a month. But at some point in time, I'll do my very best to respond to your DMs, whether it's directly to you. In a story, in a post, in a podcast, or in a YouTube video. So go ahead and give me a follow there. You can download the ultimate guide, the ultimate guide to start your detailing business in the show notes or on the blog at detailgroove.co. But other than that, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Go ahead and go listen to some good music now, if that's what you're gonna do next. And I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Bye-bye.